Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, what is up what is up what is up welcome to another edition of the hawks beat podcast episode 67 of season seven that's right we have done 67 of these podcasts Tonight, uh, in honor of the playoffs, we decided to go live. And uh, yeah, man. So thank you guys for checking us out wherever you wherever you may be. If you're you're catching it live, what up? If you're catching it on the replay, what up? Uh, we are available on all of the streaming platforms: Spotify, Apple Podcast. And uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, you name it, you can catch the Hawks Beat podcast. But whew, a thriller tonight in Madison Square Garden. Hawks get the victory, take a 1 0 lead, 107 to 105 in the series with the New York Knicks, uh, a, a series in which people thought that this was probably one of the most balanced series out there. And uh, what a game, man. What a game. Uh, I see folks entering the chat already. Shout out to my guy, Michael Green, ATL. Uh, yeah, he, he giving the little chili emojis. Yeah, we appreciate the love. Uh, MG, we appreciate the love. But yeah, man, we decided to just come on live and do the podcast like we normally do. So if you're a normal listener to the podcast, the format's not going to change. I'm not going to change anything. We're just going to do it live and uh, just kind of interact a little bit. <clears throat> Before we get started, um, I got to let you guys know our podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Uh, go by Manscaped. Listen, get yourself some grooming materials. All right. They got they got a whole bunch of stuff over there. They got lotions and uh, boxer briefs. They have a lot of stuff going over there. Go over to Manscaped, put in our promo code Hawksbeat. You get 20 percent off and you get free shipping. Shout out to our guys over at Manscaped. So definitely want to remember them as well. Also, go by our website, thehawksbeat.com. Check out our sponsors and uh, make sure you show them some love, too. So. 
107 to 105. Hawks get the victory over the New York Knicks. And uh, the only word I can think of is a dog fight. Like this series is going to be a dog fight, like back and forth. Uh, some storylines as far as the players and the stars and all that. So if you're not new to the podcast, here's how we normally do the podcast. It's normally 30 minutes. I'm going to see if I can keep it around that. Um, we do a segment called The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. We do a segment called Hawks Fab Five. We do a player of the game segment, and we do kind of a brief uh, kind of a recap of the game. So uh, without further ado, man, we're going to get right into the recap of the game. And I'll tell you what, man, from the outset, you can tell that both teams had guys who didn't have a lot of playoff experience. You can tell that some of the guys had jitters. Uh, a lot of back and forth in that first quarter. The guys were kind of going full speed. But for the Hawks, I thought that um, if you were looking, if you were looking for a bright spot, it had to be that first quarter, man. Hawks take care. And uh, well, they didn't take care of business. Well, they won the first quarter, 24 to 16. Uh, Trey Young comes out on fire, man. I mean, he was coming out very aggressive. Uh, he said in the broadcast that he had a little jitters and you could tell. And, and, <laughs> and I'll tell you something that's crazy. And, and this will come up a little bit. Uh, the New York fans were, were chanting some expletives at Trey Young, you know. And so, look, I'm not going to be that guy, right, to say, nah, you don't do that, whatever, whatever. But I did think it was a little wrong, right? You know what I'm saying? Trey ain't do nothing to you. I mean, they used to boo MJ. They, I mean, like, boo the man. Like, you ain't got to call him out like the way they was calling him out, if you know what I'm saying. They was like, F you, Trey. I was like, whoa. Like, you know, like, it, it was a bit much for me. I'm a little old school, but it, it's whatever. It's whatever, right? So, um, Hawks come out in that first quarter. They put up 24 points. And the Knicks, early on, you can see Julius Randle is struggling a little bit. Uh, he he plays the full quarter. He goes two of eight. And you're wondering, okay, yeah, maybe he's just getting off to a slow start. Eventually, he'll come around. In my opinion, the moment kind of seemed a little big for Julius. The moment seemed a little big for Julius. And there's no shame in that because we all knew that this was going to be some, you know, first time for a lot of these guys. This was the first time, his first playoff. He's at MSG. They say 15,000 was in there. But listening to it, it sounded like there was about 30 up in there. I mean, MSG was rocking. It was a beautiful thing to see, man. I didn't realize how much I missed the fans uh, until tonight, man, it, it was a beautiful thing seeing everybody there, Spike Lee and Tracy Morgan going crazy on the sidelines. But, yeah, man, the first quarter, I thought the Hawks really came out aggressive. Trey Young, uh, three of five, six points, four assists in that first quarter. That's what you like to see from your point guard if you're the Atlanta Hawks. Again, this is the Hawks Beat Podcast. We've been following the Hawks all season long. And that's what you like to see out of Trey. You like to see him aggressive. He also had the four assists, you know, so it's not like he's just out there gunning. You know, he's getting his guys involved. Um, very balanced scoring in that first quarter. And uh, I thought the Hawks came out really strong. You know, you're on the road. 
everybody's just like, I mean, I can just only imagine what that atmosphere was like, man, because, you know, you, you, you hear all of the fans and it's like, yo, man, like this is the garden, yo, like this is the garden, but uh, the Hawks weathered the storm, man. Second quarter was a little bit of a different beast. The Knicks kind of settled down. Um, in my opinion, uh, Alec Burke, man, like where in the world did he come from? <laughs> Alec Burke had probably Alex, Alec Burks. There's an S on there. I apologize, Mr. Burks. Uh, Burks had probably the game of his life. Like I'd have to go back and check and see. But uh, my guy really started to get going in that second quarter, man. He led all the Knicks in scoring with seven points in that quarter. And he was just he was just getting to his spot. And the Hawks didn't really have anything for him, you know. And it wasn't that he was just doing anything overtly aggressive or just, like, really special. He was just making shots. He was getting to his spots. He was, I mean, he was just getting where he needed to go. So, you know, you got to take your hat off to that man, you know. Um, the Hawks kind of hit up a little bit of a lull, I thought. I thought in the second quarter, the Knicks, they really kicked up their defensive intensity. Um, I thought that Derrick Rose played some really good defense on Trey Young, and that kind of slowed down uh, the Hawks in that second quarter. So the, the second quarter, the Knicks kind of settle in. They win the quarter 34-28. to 28. So now you're going into the half. If you're the Hawks, listen, if you're the Hawks, you have to feel good of where you are at halftime. You're up by two, 52 to 50 on the road. You know what I'm saying? The only bad part is you don't know what Julius Randle has in store in that second quarter, right? You don't know what he has in store. And the whole time, I'll be honest with you, I was waiting for that moment. I was waiting for that moment. I was waiting for that Julius Randle moment. Because it's been there so long. I was waiting for him to come out, but I figured somebody was going to have a moment. And fortunately, if you're a Hawks fan, tonight that moment belonged to Trey Young. Um, and I talked about moments all this in, in the early games that is of these playoffs. I said uh, playoffs are special because guys develop names. They develop moments. You look at a guy like Ja Morant. Going head to head with a Steph Curry, balling out in that fourth quarter. John Morant had his moment. You know what I'm saying? Luka Doncic put up a triple double in LA against Kawhi and PG. His moment. Chris Middleton knocks down a jumper against the Miami Heat with barely any time left. That's his moment. And I said all night, I said this and I tweeted it out. I was like, the beginning, when did I tweet this? Probably on the fourth quarter. I said, Trey Young. He's ready for his moment. I said, I don't know when it's going to start or when it's going to happen. It's like tonight, Trey Young has to have a moment if the Hawks are going to win this game. And he definitely had uh, definitely had his moment tonight. Um, so, yeah, uh, at the half, Hawks go 52 to 50. And you pretty much got a new, a new ball game. You know, third quarter, uh, both both coaches are going to make adjustments. I think that the coaching is very, very uh, – very equal. I don't think that either team has an advantage uh, as far as the coaching is concerned. Nate McMillan is bonafide. Like, he's been around this for a long time. Same with Tibbs. They both coach playoff basketball. They know what it looks like. They know what it smells like. So it's going to be interesting to see the, the chess match between these two gentlemen. 
Uh, and the third quarter was just teams slugging it out some more. You know, R.J. Barrett throws down. Uh, I'd have to look at the highlight tape, but I would guess that that was probably the dunk of his career. Uh, nice left-handed joint on bogey, and uh, it was just nasty. Like, <clears throat> they replayed it like several times and uh yeah man he got the dunk but i'm gonna tell you this you gotta give a credit to uh bogdan bogdanovich because after the timeout he came up and hit a three like top of the key like that's what you gotta do right do dunks on you you gotta come back and listen you gotta come back and hit a three but at the very least you gotta take a three Right. Like if you ain't going to dunk on my guy, like if you're not a dunker, you've got to redeem yourself and you got to chug up a three. I would have done the same thing. I probably would have missed the three. I'm, I'm, I'm chucking it up. I'm chucking up the three. So, yeah, man. Shout out to shout out to Bogey for coming back. Shout out for RJ for that great dunk, man. But RJ kind of gets going a little bit in that third quarter. RJ has nine points in that third quarter. Trey Young plays 11 minutes in that quarter. He's got uh, eight points, and, and you start to wonder, okay, now how much energy is Trey going to have for the fourth, right? Because, listen, you play 10 minutes, 48 seconds, and the third, you're going to have to rest him, right? You're going to have to rest him because you can't play him 11 minutes in the third and a whole fourth quarter. So a lot of folks on Hawks Twitter were like, where's Trey? Where's Trey? You know, in the fourth quarter, yo, you got to rest him. Like, he's, he's this is not 2K. You have to rest them. So here's where I think a pivotal part of the game was. Fourth quarter, the minutes that you got from Lemon Pepper Lou, Lou Williams, veteran, uh, veteran guy, has been there before. He's here to get buckets. He's here to run that second team, and that's what he did. Like, that's what he did. When you look at the games that a lot of the Hawks have lost, especially early on, it was because they needed to rest Trey because, listen, he's not a machine. I don't care what you guys say, like, oh, we got to put Trey in. Folks are getting mad, like, yo, you got to rest him. Like, if you want him to close, you got to rest him. You can't play a full third quarter and a full 12 quarter. This isn't simulation mode on 2K. So um, Lou Will comes in with that second unit, gives him five good minutes, right? Gives him five good minutes, goes three of five, shooting the ball, hands out two assists. Uh, Gallo gets uh, Gallo knocks down a three, and I really thought for the Hawks that second unit, even Bogey comes in a little bit before Trey knocks down some killer shots, and I thought that that moment right there, you held you held serve until you were able to get your star back. Now it's time for your star to close. Like, now it's time for your starter to close. Trey comes in about the seven-minute mark, and I thought that the Knicks did a terrible job of keeping him outside of the paint. They were running that high pick and roll all game, and Trey was just doing what he wanted to do. He was just getting the floater. He was getting the alley-oops. Like, he was doing what he wanted to do. He, he and, and shout out to my guy in the chat. I got to check the stat. He said Trey scored or assisted on 21 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, thanks for the shout-out. Um, 
I believe that because of those 21 points, he going to score eight. He, he scored 13 of them. <laughs> he scored 13 of them, assisted on three other shots. So, yeah, I can see that around 21 points. But the Knicks really lost control of Trey Young in that fourth quarter. And I thought that that was the difference in the game. I thought that was the difference in the game because you allowed that team that's on the road that hasn't been there, you allowed them to get confidence. They got confidence, and Trey already plays with a chip on his shoulder. He already plays with a chip on his shoulder. You know, he's starting the game, the crowd's chanting F you. You know he's going to be ready to go. Like, that's how he's built. Like, you know he's going to be ready to go. And so, like, a lot of Hawks fans were, like, going crazy. And I tell you, like, and I tell people all the time, like, I'm not necessarily a Hawks fan. I cover the Hawks, and I pull for the Hawks to win. But I'm not – I don't fan them like I'm a Hawks fan, right? Like, so I'm a Bucks fan, right? So, like, that's my team. The Hawks aren't necessarily my team. So I, I look at things a little bit more objectively than the next, right? And I was like, Trey's going to have that moment. And in the fourth quarter, he was having that moment. Pick and roll after pick and roll. Uh, now he starts doing the thing where he draws the fouls, right? He starts getting to the foul line. And uh, I think there's two two possessions where he got fouled on, on a three. He got fouled on a mid-range, whatever. Now New York's in the bonus. Little things like that. Nate McMillan has talked all season about Trey managing the game, right? He's talked about him managing the game. I thought he did an excellent job managing the game tonight. And you just you just have to adjust, right? Like the Knicks are going to have to adjust. Do you keep D Rose out there and have him chase around uh, Trey Young? You know, do you play Peyton a little bit more? Shout out to my guy uh, Dewan Goodwin had a question. Said, do you think D Way D Rose will be able to maintain this workload all series? That's a great question. That's a great question. I thought that when D Rose came in, uh, Trey Young had to adjust, right? Because he, he he's such a better defender, I think, than than the Peyton. He he, he there, there there's so many more. He 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 presents a different dynamic than Alfred Payton, right? So tonight, Derrick Rose he played in totality. Let me see what his. his, his let me see how many minutes he played. Derrick Rose, Derrick Rose, and Derrick Rose a little long in the tooth. Right, Derrick Rose a little long in the two. Derrick Rose played 37 minutes. Nah, he's not gonna play 37 minutes every game. Like, nah, that's not gonna happen. Like, I may be wrong. I, he's not gonna play 37 minutes all these games. That's just not gonna happen. Like, he his body, nah, nah. And I like D Rose. Like, I pull for D Rose, man. I like that guy. But nah, he's not gonna play no 37 minutes. Now he's not gonna put all the workload. So here's the thing: Do you trust that Alfred Payton? to play those increased minutes, right? Alfred Payton played eight minutes tonight. Do you go with Frank, uh, 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 you know, I can't pronounce his last name. You guys know what I'm talking about. The other point guard who can play some pretty good defense. Do you go with that guy? I don't know. But I do know this. Tibbs is a defensive guy, and right now he's trying to scheme how what happened tonight is not going to happen in game two. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So, um, yeah, break up Hawks 36 to 32 in the fourth quarter. The game comes down to the last few possessions, right? And Trey Young gets the ball when they scored. 
when I think it was Julius Randle. Let me see if I can pick up and see who hit that last shot for the Knicks on the play-by-play. I have the game book over here. That's why I'm kind of looking to my right. Um, I believe it was Julius Randle when he hit the three. They left nine seconds on the clock. And I said they left too much time on the clock. Like, <laughs> like they left too much time on the clock. And that's not me saying that, like, you know, um, you know, you know, that's not me being like a Hawks homer. That's me saying in basketball, like you left too much time on the clock. So uh, Trey Young gets the ball with nine seconds left. Does, you know, between the legs, between the legs, crossover, crossover, goes to his right. Teardrop. Boom. Point nine left on the clock. It was time to go home. It was time to go home. And the thing is this, like. He hits the shot and you know what he's going to say. He's thinking back to everything folks were saying back to him in the first quarter. I'm telling you, this kid don't forget. Like, this kid don't forget. And and, and, and certain players, you just, I don't know, man. Like, you don't, you don't want to wake him up. You don't want to wake him up because he was already cutting him up. He was already cutting him up, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, like my guy says in the chat. JLEX212, he said that one time Trey said, your apology needs to be as loud as the disrespect was. Like, Trey carries that chip on his shoulder. And like, you know, I'm not saying, like, the series is over, but, like, yo, man, you can't wake a sleeping beast like that. You know, it's like, haven't y'all learned nothing from the Reggie Miller fiasco? <laughs> but, yeah, man, Trey knocks down the floater with .9 seconds left on the clock. On the next play, they run like a, I don't know, it was like a toss-up pass to Julius Randle in the, uh, you know, in the middle of the key. He's got a jump and catch. He can't even get the shot off. Ball game, Atlanta. They take a 1-0 lead over the New York Knicks. If you're a Hawks fan, I know you're sweating. If you're a Knicks fan, I know you're sweating. (laughs) But I would love to see seven games of this, man. Like, I love... I love the atmosphere. I love the dog fight. And it was a very, very good game, man. And uh, <clears throat> stars shine. Stars rise to the top. And I'll say this, you know, and and, 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 and those of you and, and the Hawks fans that listen to this podcast, they know that I'll call it like I see it. And if Trey Poopoo with the pants, I would call him on it. Because, you know, sometimes folks get mad at me for calling them out. Like, I don't care. Like, you know, it is what it is. But I'll tell you this. Tonight, listen to me closely. Tonight, the moment was too big for one Mr. Julius Randle. I'll say that again. Tonight, the moment was too big. This segment is brought to you by Manscaped. What's up, guys? It's your man, E-Dub, to once again tell you about Manscaped. Fellas, listen, it's about to be springtime in the city. Temperatures are rising. One thing you don't want, sweat coming from your man bush below the belt. Let's keep it real. The good folks over at Manscaped are here for your springtime trim. Listen, they have the waterproof Lawnmower 3.0. That's going to give you that smooth bush to tush cleanup that some of you are in desperately need of. Let's keep it real. Or maybe you just need the Weed Whacker, Manscaped's state of the art nose and hair trimmer. They have so many products from toners 
to deodorant to specially designed boxers. Manscaped is doing something special for just my listeners. Go to manscaped.com, use our promo code HAWKSBEAT. Again, it's manscaped.com, use our promo code for HAWKSBEAT for 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped, you'll be glad you did. For one, Mr. Julius Randle, because he did not produce. He didn't produce. And last week, I was on my guy's sports show. Shout out to the SRT Radio Sports crew. I was on his show, and I said, before tonight's game, I said, now here's the thing. I said, if Trey Young doesn't produce, you still got guys like Bogdanovich. You still got Lou Will that can get you a bucket. You still got Gallinari. You still got some guys that can get you a bucket. And not saying the Knicks don't have no 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 guys that can score, because we saw tonight Mr. Burks had himself a night. But if Julius Randle isn't carrying that load, what do you get? It's a whole different beast, man. He got to carry that load. He got to carry that load, man. So, you know, <laughs> he did. And I like Julius Randle, man. I, I, hey, listen, I'm not going to disrespect the left-handers. I'm left-handed. <laughs> you know, I pull for the left-handers, man. So I want him to be great. I want him to shine. I would love to see game seven, Trey and Julius going back and forth, going back and forth to decide it all. Like I'm, I'm on that tip, right? But tonight, Julius Randle, six of 23, 15 points, 12 rebounds. That's not the stat line you want, man. That's not, that's not the stat line you want. Um, shout out to my son who's in the room, had to give me a <laughs> he's checking me out man he's checking me out that's my guy make sure uh, if you guys have kids make sure y'all check out uh my, my guy's youtube page what's up man uh. <laughs> but yeah man uh the moment was too big for julius tonight we'll see what he i doubt he'll have two games like that um i doubt he has two back-to-back games where he doesn't produce i'm looking and seeing i'm expecting him to have a better game in uh, game two. So let's go to our first segment that we go. We call the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's pretty much, it's kind of self-explanatory, the good, bad, and the ugly. So, uh, and again, this Dogs Beat Podcast episode, uh, what episode is it? Episode 67, man. We've done 67 of these podcasts this, this season. Season seven, our seventh season covering the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly for the Hawks. Uh, I will say this. The good, if you're a Hawks fan looking at the Hawks' perspective, I would say the good for tonight was how this team stuck together, right? Like how they stuck together. Because in the beginning, it was a lot of Trey. Uh, Bogey was struggling, and, and, and it was just like, okay, what are we going to get? You know, DeAndre's trying to catch his legs, and it was a lot going on. But as time goes on, Bogey starts hitting. Uh, DeAndre Hunter hits a big three, and they stuck together. And, and the reason I'm saying that is because they're always talking about we need to stick together. That's the one thing Coach McMillan always preaches. And I thought tonight they did a good job of sticking together. Um, if there was a bad, and, and this is me kind of being nitpicky and, and some nights uh, on the podcast, I won't even have a bad or an ugly, 
But tonight, I thought the bad for the Hawks was I thought they settled. Right. Like I thought they settled for too many jumpers. And I, I think that um, I think that when you settle for these jumpers and a lot of Hawks fans are saying, oh, you know, the refs are trash. Refs. I, I, I didn't see it that way. Like I didn't see it that way. Like, you know, you're not going to get a lot of calls if you're taking a lot of jump shots. That's just what it is. You're not going to get a lot of calls when you're just shooting a bunch of jump shots. I thought they settled for a lot of jump shots. Shout out to my guy, Nabias Wilborn. He said the same exact thing, like, before I could even tweet it. And uh, I thought they settled for a lot of jump shots. They didn't get to the line as, as much as they normally do. But uh, to me, if there was a bad, that was it. That was it. Uh, the ugly, I'll say this. The ugly to me, I, I, again, I don't like the crowd thing, right? Like, and again, I'm not that guy. Like, I'm really not that guy. I thought the FU trade was a little overboard. Like, it's overboard. Like, I thought it was overboard. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got to cuss at my guy. You know what I'm saying? The bull. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got to cuss at my guy. You know what I'm saying? I didn't like that. I didn't like that from, like, you know. And, again, trust. I'm not that guy that's like, oh, what about the kids? Like, whatever. Like, this is ball. You know what I mean? But I, I, didn't, I didn't really like that too much. I didn't really like that. So, for what it is. That I, I didn't really appreciate. That was the good, the bad, and the ugly. So um, I want to remind you guys again, swing by the hawksbeat.com. Check out our sponsors, um, Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Uh, our guy, Mr. Uh, our, 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 the chiropractor of the Hawksbeat, uh, Dow Wellness and Fitness. Uh, you can get to their pages from our website. Just check out the hawksbeat.com. And of course, don't forget to grab you some Manscaped and uh, get you your, your 20% off and your free shipping. Shout out to Manscaped, good friends of the show, and uh, always supporting us. We appreciate all of them. Next up is the Fab Five and our player of the game. So if you're new to the podcast, one of the things that I do is we do a, a Hawks Fab Five, and it's which uh, we take a look at the Hawks and see how they played. And I picked the Fab Five, who played the best out of the, the five for the Hawks. So tonight, the Fab Five, I'm going to start off with one, Mr. Lou Williams. Lou Williams um, had a head. Uh, hold on. Hold on a second. Okay. Okay. I, I, thought, <laughs> I thought I had the wrong box score pulled up. <laughs> yeah. Lou Will, man. Went for 13 points tonight. And again, I thought Lou Will was extremely valuable in that fourth quarter while Trey was getting a rest. I thought that Lou Will, he came and that's why you brought him here. Like, that's why you brought him here. He was aggressive. He was getting them buckets. And I think towards the end of the season, he had a um, he had a moment with uh, Coach McMillan. And Coach McMillan was like, look, Need you to score more. I need you to score more, man. And um, that's kind of what he did tonight, you know. So 13 points off the bench for Lou Will. He makes it in tonight's Fab Five. Um, second player in the Fab Five, I'm going to go with Bogey. Bogey. Uh, Bogdanovich finished with 18 points, 7 of 15, shooting 4 of 9 from 3. Listen, Bogey made some killer shots. Like that one in the corner where Trey almost lost the ball and he gets it. It's like he fumbled 
It's like he fumbled the ball. He gets the ball in the corner and just knocks it down. Like, Bogey is an assassin. Like, he is an assassin. Like, I, I wish that you guys that, that, that don't, like, follow the Hawks, this man has been on a tear for the last, like, two months uh, of the season. Like, like that's what he does. Like, he made that shot, and I didn't even – I wasn't even like, oh, I was like, yeah, that's how he's been shooting. Like, for real, like, they better cover him. Like, like, like he's been shooting like that, like, all month. Check the stats. I don't have them on me. Check his stats for May. Check his stats for April. He's been hitting like that. So, like, you know, it, it's, you know, it, it took him a while to get going. But, um, you know, he got going. Bo- Bogey, Bogey was special, man. He was special tonight. But, again, I follow the Hawks. I cover every single game. He been shooting like that. <laughs> like, he been shooting like that. So, they better get somebody on him. But, Bogey, 18 points tonight, uh, 4 of 9 from 3. And they're going to have to get on him. They're going to have to get on him. Uh, the third guy, I got John Collins. I thought that John Collins played a better first half than he did the second half. I thought he was good on both sides of the ball. Uh, had a block shot that was kind of – had two block shots. Uh, 12.7 boards. I thought that he was very efficient. Five of nine shots. If I'm a Hawks fan, um, I, I, I would like to see him get some more touches. But sometimes in the offense, especially in an up-and-down game, um, He's just going to have to get what he can get, you know? I know John wants to put on a <laughs> – listen. I know John wants to put on a good showing because John out here trying to get this money. <laughs> John out here trying to get this money, and I'm not mad at him for trying to get that money. So John is trying to play the most efficient basketball he can play, you know? Five of nine tonight shoots a great percentage. And uh, thank you, son. Five and nine tonight, two for four from three, uh, 12.7 rebounds. I thought he was really good down low. So uh, John Collins makes it into the Fab Five. Uh, I'm going to go with the other big guy as well, Clint Capella. Didn't really do as much, like, offensively. He's, you know, but they don't really ask him to do a lot offensively. What Clint needs to do is grab boards, and that's what he did, 13 of them, you know. And if if, if we're keeping it a buck, that's kind of a little bit low what he used to. You know, we used to Clint grabbing 15, 17 boards. Nine points, 13 boards tonight, two block shots. I thought it was pretty decent defensively. Um, in that third quarter, it got a little, you know, a little dicey. I thought that they were kind of taking it to him a little bit. But, you know, I thought he was okay. I didn't think he was special. Like, I just thought he was okay. But he was good enough to be in the top five. And, of course, the last person in the top five is one Mr. Trey Young. 32 points, 10 assists, two turnovers. Like, and here's the thing. Like, I bang Trey. I mean, and sometimes uh, I get into a lot of – I get I get into trouble with a lot of Hawks fans. Like, oh, you know, you're too hard on Trey or whatever, whatever. But, like, I just call it like I see it. 10 assists, two turnovers. Like, that is brilliant. Like, that is managing the game. Ever since Nate McMillan came on, Trey has, take this, has taken his game to a whole nother level. You're seeing a maturity about Trey. You're not seeing a lot, a lot of those deep threes anymore. Like you're still seeing them, but not you're not seeing them as much as you did in times past. He's doing a much better job of picking his spots tonight. Thirty-two points, ten assists, eleven to twenty-three. He only took three threes. He only took three of them and knocked down one of them. Did an excellent job of managing the ball, and they couldn't do nothing with him. 
Like they couldn't do nothing with him. And uh, but here's the thing. Here's the chess match, though. Knowing the type of coach that Tibbs is. Shout out to my son for bringing me some water. Um, knowing the type of coach that Tibbs is, they're going to have something for him in that second game. I don't know if they're going to be doubling him, make him get off the ball, whatever the case may be. But he's going to have to adjust because they're not going to let him get them 32 points in the paint like he did tonight. You can best you can best believe that's not going to happen. So just to recap, Hawks 5-5 five, five tonight. I got Trey Young. I got Lou Will, John Collins, and Clint Compella. That is my 5-4 tonight. That is the Fab Five. Uh, shout out to DeAndre Hunter. I thought he had a decent game. He's still working his way back from an injury. Hit a big three in that fourth quarter. And uh, I thought he, I thought he was better defensively than he was offensively. But, you know, you got to shout out DeAndre. Um, still working his way back from an injury. So, you know, we'll see. Player of the game is, look, normally I, I, I asked uh, a lot of the Hawks fans that follow me, who was your player of the game? But there was really no reason to even do that tonight. And I read off the tweets, you know, what you guys thought of the player of the game and stuff. But uh, there's no reason for me to do that tonight. It's obviously Trey Young uh, with the game-winning shot. And listen, again, <clears throat> the playoffs are about having a moment. Tonight was Trey's moment. Listen, tomorrow, I mean, the next game, he may go three for 35. I don't know. But for tonight, tonight was Trey Young's moment. Just like the other night was Ja Morant's moment, Luka Doncic, Chris Middleton, those guys have moments. Tonight was Trey Young's moment. And I tell you, as a guy that has been covering Trey from the moment he came in, you know, I was at his very first press conference. I remember talking to his dad. His, his dad is is uh, um, his dad is uh, really opinionated. <laughs> He's been, had to kind of cool down a little bit, but his dad's a good dude, man. Like his dad's a good dude. He came on my radio show a couple times. Um, back when we used to go to games in person, <laughs> I used to always talk to him after the game, and I know his dad is super duper proud of him. And it was just nice to see him have that success tonight. And, uh, yeah, man, it, it was good to see the young guys succeed tonight. Uh, let's go to the chat real quick. Uh, from YouTube, Mr. Crossify said, I've noticed that Trey looks to get his teammates involved in the first half, then looks for his shot in the second half. Yeah, it, it kind of depends on the matchup. It depends on how they're playing him. Uh, I thought tonight, especially in that first quarter, he was really aggressive offensively. Uh, he had only four assists in that first half, but I mean, in the first quarter, but like four and four assists in a quarter is a lot. Like you get four assists each quarter, like that's 16 assists in the game. Like <laughs> that's Russell Westbrook type stuff. But I, I thought tonight he played a good balance of finding his guys and finding his shot. Like the pass that, and I think that this was either third quarter or fourth quarter. He made one wraparound pass to Bogey in the corner. It was it was brilliant, like right in the shooting pocket, like right in the shooting pocket. Bogey hits it in the corner, nails it for three. And again, man, listen, Knicks fans, I'm telling you, y'all know about Trey, but Bogey is the guy that you gonna have to get. I'm dumb, like I'm putting you on game. Like Trey's gonna get his. But Bogey is the guy that can break your back. Like, I listened to a lot of Knicks podcasts this past week and, you know, a lot of Knicks shows. No one's really talking about Bogey. Bogey is the guy that'll break your back. 
He's an assassin. <laughs> like, you know, it is what it is, you know. Uh, shout out to my guy, D. Thompson, checking us out on Facebook. Said Bogey was a sniper tonight. Yes, he was, he was a sniper. And, uh, yeah, man, we'll, we'll see. Uh, one more question before we get up out of here, man. My guy, Derek, checking us out again on Facebook. He said, how do you feel the Hawks defended Randall at the elbow and in the paint? Um, I thought the Hawks did an okay job with Randall. I think that Randall just missed shots. Like the shots he took, a lot of them weren't off balance. They didn't seem out of rhythm. I think that he just didn't hit his shots. And, and sometimes you just don't make your shots. You know, the moment was really big for him. Like, you know, you're an MSG. Think about it. You're an MSG. And for the first time, you have all of these fans. And, like, you're the guy for the first time in your life. Like, it's okay to kind of shrink in the moment and be like, whoa, you know what I mean? Because even Trey Young was like, yo, man, I had these jitters, you know? But, uh, yeah, man, I, I thought they did a, I thought they did an okay job. I don't think that the defense was suffocating. After the game, I was like, whoa, man, they did Randall up. To me, it was more like he missed his shots. He missed his shots. Uh, a few more guys checking us in. Al Bundy Jr. checking us in at Facebook. He said, this series is deeper than ball. It's about natives <laughs> transplants. Excellent call, man. Excellent call. Uh, everybody knows here in Atlanta, Atlanta is the city of transplants. Uh, a lot of New York folks here. Listen, I'm from Florida. I'm from here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, a, a lot of natives and a lot of transplants. A lot of talking has been going back and forth, and I have been loving it. Uh, some of my friends on Facebook, I've already seen them with the Trey Young gifts of the, uh, you know, doing the little shivering. Hey, game one, you got breathing. You're, you got, you got, you know, bragging rights. Game two, if the Knicks win, you're going to see a whole bunch of, you know, Knicks tape stuff. So be prepared. If you dish it, you got to be ready for it to come back. Mr. Crossfire checking us again in YouTube. In uh, YouTube says when the second unit gets going, Knicks will be in trouble as well. Yeah, man, I thought that both second units tonight played very fairly decent. Uh, Alex Burks, man, enough can't be said about him, man. Twenty-seven points. Like if this was a Knicks podcast, I really, I would have really focused on uh, Alec Burks. But he had a, a a very good night. Like, imagine if he doesn't give you 27 and Julius Randle struggles, right? Like, imagine that. Like, that'll be that'll be really bad for the Knicks, man. But ladies and gentlemen, man, I appreciate you guys, man. I don't know if I'm gonna go live after every game, but I wanted to come on and do the first podcast uh, of, of the Hawks playoff season. It's been a while since the Hawks have been in the playoffs. Same with the Knicks. And I uh, just wanted to come in live. I appreciate everybody checking us out. Make sure you check out the YouTube and uh, subscribe to that. Subscribe to the podcast. Everything we got going on at the Hawks beat. Again, if you're new to the pod, this is our seventh season covering the Atlanta Hawks. We've knocked out 67 of these podcasts. We're going to podcast after every single game. Um, I was supposed to do a mailbag this weekend. I was supposed to do a mailbag podcast, but I got my wisdom teeth out. And you know what's not good when you get your wisdom teeth out? A whole lot of talking. So uh, I'm I'm recovered from that. And so maybe a mailbag. Maybe I'll I'll, I'll do a mailbag uh, podcast in between this game and the next game. But keep us on the lookout 
Follow us on Twitter at Hawks Beat. And uh, we appreciate the love as always, man. And like we said, the end of all of our podcasts, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-B-E love. We out. Peace. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey's floater. His heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and ambitious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.